1: That's one 613 1612 or send an email to info at org. Now back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star, you are.
0: Are you singing along with us? Hello, Power Partners. Welcome to Radio's Best Hour of Power, Star Style, Be the Star You Are, a program of positive book talk with authors and experts. We are starting off with our Tea for Two, a Mother-Daughter Brew segment, and my name is Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Baker, And we're so happy to have Heather with us back today. We're thrilled to be your personal growth success coaches here on the Airwaves. We are a show about following your heart, doing what you love, and we are always bubbling with enthusiasm and motivation and information and tools for daily living. We're brought to the Airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity as part of our positive media outreach program to increase literacy, give you tools for living, and decrease violence. Well, Heather and I do love being your coaches here, and our lineup today is awesome, because all of our guests are either contributors to or endorsers of the new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens, that has already been named one of the top 50 books for teens by RadicalParenting.com. Isn't that cool, Heather? That is awesome. I know, we are so excited. There was uh, It was submitted, the manuscript was submitted in it, and it already has been has won this award, and the book's not even out, so how great is that? Well, the Stella Dona goddess gals, that's Heather and I. We're going to start off the hour discussing a chapter that we co- co-wrote called The Gift of Dating. Following that will be Time Genie author Jack McClendon, who wrote The Gift of Time. Teen actor Katie Kale will join us. She wrote The Gift of Support. Endorser of the book and teen advocate and author of Yasmin Shiraz will be with us in our third segment, as well as inventor and author Sally Franz, who wrote The Gift of Curiosity. So all of our guests will be sharing information about their writing, as well as their own personal activities. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by the Carmony Collection, handmade handbags, clutches, and canvases using recycled bangles, baubles, beads, and fabrics. They're reasonably priced. They're one-of-a-kind accessory for that discriminating fashion-forward female. Call 925-785-7827 to order yours or visit myspace.com forward slash Clutches. And that's Carmony with a K, Clutches with a K, Carmony Clutches. This is from Winston Churchill. The pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. And the times that we're going through now, Heather, don't you think we need to see opportunity in every single difficulty that's out there? Exactly. Well, at Be The Star You Are, we have a motto, Read, Lead, and Succeed. And in our new book, just as we do here on the program, we list three rules, or I like to call them tools for a happy life. Heather, you know them best, so why don't you give them to us? Most definitely. We
2: want you to smile,
0: have fun. Willing to take that chance to be wild and crazy. And to order copies of the books, you can call 925 377 STAR or you can visit the Star Style store at be the star you are.com. We can take PayPal, Visa, MasterCard, etc. You're going to want to get yours. Well, have, I know that you are changing voice at the moment, just as I had yeah, last week. So thank you, everyone, for dealing,
2: for listening to
0: my raspiness when you get bronchitis or you get these coughs that don't stop and uh, you know again the show must go on so you have to just drink that tea and water and keep up with this well um Heather and I have wrote several chapters of the book Be the Star You Are for Teens and one of those chapters was the gift of dating so maybe Heather you want to tell them about how Yeah to exactly to you know speaking of Speaking of tea, which I should be
2: drinking right now, we actually came up with the the segment part. They are tea for two, a mother daughter brew, at um, this local tea house we used to always frequent when I was growing up in high school. And it was just always so important for us to discuss about all the different things. And we would sit there and brainstorm and debate and laugh and cry. and We talked about boys and girls, relationships, all that kind of stuff. And while we were talking with this, you know, we came up with our dating on a dime. And the dating is such a big part of adolescence. And as you said, The t- uh, the a Star You Are, the book for teens, coming out now, so is one of those things that we wanted to come up and give teens, um, you know, some information about, you know, some fun things they can do with dating, keeping it age appropriate, and since you're growing up at that time, money is such an issue, and, and as we've been talking too about everything with the economy, how to come up with really fun dating ideas
0: and you know, while saving money at the same time. Yeah, we don't want to break the bank. Well, you know, when I was in my teens, the way it worked which seems so different from you and um and my son as well, mm-hmm. is girls were asked out on a date. It was considered rude if a girl called up a guy. I mean, that was considered mm-hmm. so bad. So boys always had to do the asking and then boys always paid, which doesn't seem right when you think back at it now, but <laughs> in those days, they worked like odd jobs to earn some money. Of course, parents would help supplement, and it was really expensive to buy, to go out on a date, because a date was usually like going out to dinner, going to a movie, or maybe going to a concert, but that's the way it was you know, during my adolescence, and I always would want to reciprocate in some way, but you know, again, it was taboo for the girl to so I would bake brownies. I would make milkshakes. Uh I would have hamburger barbecues. In fact, my mom and dad, they were known for um, all the hamburgers. When we grew up, my dad said, my God, you guys cost us a fortune in the barbecues. You know, and we'd Uh go on hikes on the hills. Or uh, since we grew up on a ranch, Heather, as you know, because you got to do some of the same thing, is we used to teach the guys how to drive in our old jalopy. (laughs) There was only one time when the girls were supposed to pay and do it, and that was called Sadie Hawkins. Yes. And that's when the roles were reversed. We would buy the guys a shirt. We had, to, um, we had to actually, you know, go pay for the dinner and all that. But you know what was odd is when I moved to Holland after high school, dating was so different there. Teens really didn't date. We went out in Going big groups off. like we do today. And that's where the word Dutch treat came from. And now I think that's kind of what most kids do is that everybody goes out together. Is that right? Yeah, and
2: I think, you know, it's so funny. That brings up, you know, the whole concept of going Dutch, of how, you know, you split the bill. I and mean, in a lot of times to um, today, you know, with money being so tight and sometimes people going on blind dates or maybe it isn't, dream date kind of situation, that those are the things that, you know, it's always kind of polite to put in put in for it. Um, but as we were saying, you don't always have to go out. That's a great idea of cooking someone dinner. And growing up, you know, we, you've probably heard on all the different segments we do, we are fans of cheap frugal is fun we are- i love it that is great <laughs> always trying to find a way you know we've t- covered topics such as you know dumpster diving and one person's trash is another person's treasure and how to reuse things and recycle and all those kinds of great things but there's actually you know really fun ways without it coming off as being a quote-unquote cheap date because there really isn't that such thing anymore you can do things that whether this is a romantic date, you can make it really sweet, or if it's just kind of starting off and trying to figure out, you know, if this is going to be more of just a friend. There's so many fun things you can do uh, that are pretty inexpensive. One, as you just said, pack a picnic, depending on where you live. For me living in San Diego, a picnic could mean, you know, going to Balboa Park, going to the beach, hiking up in the hills. You can even turn your lawn, you know, a summer day, into an adventure.
0: Well, no, you know, I, I want to piggyback on that because on Mother's Day this year, uh, since both you were in San Diego and Justin was working on a fire or something as a firefighter, so I had no kids and and we didn't go away, do anything for Mother's Day. So, made a picnic. I made a brunch and we celebrated Mother's Day out on the lawn. Back, uh, just on our front lawn, we had a brunch. Exactly and that's fun
2: and that's sweet and it's cute another thing if you're going to go if you're going to go out a a great thing to do uh-oh. <laughs> uh, another thing we're going to go out, a great thing to do, is find, um, you know, for adolescents, not necessarily a happy hour. This is more for older groups saying going to a happy hour. You know, that way you can get uh drinks at cheap or food at cheap. And then for younger kids, oftentimes if you're going places, there's usually different, you know, early bird specials. But sometimes something that's fun at places uh, is karaoke or, you know, different – Different uh, restaurants and stuff now are starting to incorporate games and games nights. I know places around here have, like, a Wii night, and Wii is uh, a Nintendo game system. Um, So it's fun like that. Get together with a group of friends. Have a game night. Go even, you know, thrift shopping. Find fun things. Make crafts together. There's so many Silly, fun little things that you can do that save money, and that also, you know, can create friendships, create bonding, uh, make, you know, good ways to start up conversation with people. So there's just so many ways out there of, you know, saving money, but also getting that, you know, true human interaction, which is so much fun. and so great, and it's a, especially for kids this age, it's a good time. You really need to be having conversation starters.
0: Yeah, so you know and that is I think the really important thing is that just to be having a good time and it doesn't really matter what it is that you do and um you know what about charity stuff? What about volunteering? Yeah, and that's a great thing too. Is something,
2: um, you know, what can, if you have extra? If you have time to be going and on a date, you maybe have time to be helping someone else. There's always, you know, twenty four hours in a day, three hundred sixty five days a year. Take the small time, especially in this economy right now. As we just keep emphasizing. So many things are being cut back on. Everyone is, you know, everyone appreciates help right now. So find, you know, especially for us. Maybe you love Be The Star You Are. Go work at a charity for a day. Not only will you be helping other people, again, it's a great way to bond with someone, but you're doing something very proactive, positive for yourself, for your own karma situation, but also to help a charity, to help someone else out there. And that's another thing how Be The Star You Are is associating with, you know, great authors such as yourself and positive reading material. That's something that's fun and free. A lot of times at your local bookstores or libraries, they'll have guest lectures come of really famous people of, you know, award-winning books come discuss, you know, give some inspirational information, you know, do a book signing. Maybe that's a great time. Oftentimes they'll have uh, discounts on the book. That could be a great time to get a gift for someone. Plus a autograph sign book, and you got to do something fun with someone that was free. You know, going in the sense seeing a celebrity based on some topic you're curious about. A great thing is a lot of time your local, either local newspapers. Here in San Diego, we have a magazine called the San Diego Reader. It's this little weekly magazine that gets put out, but it's. Filled with coupons, ads, um, advertisements about upcoming concerts. Which brings me to another great thing: speaking about concerts and being outside and free in the summertime. A lot of areas put on free summer concerts. I know, oh, growing oh, up
0: in our small little town here, oh, has a summer and it concert. It was huge, and it it's was it's amazing. Thing. And people really should take advantage of that. And and you know, you can do a double whammy there, Heather, because you can pack a picnic. Exactly. You can go hear a free concert and you can get up and dance exactly exactly and you
2: know that's a great way too. to make it a social situation invite your friends invite family barbecue all these things again about hanging out with people finding things that are really inexpensive you know too basically you're going to be fine, paying for groceries but then that creates more thing of you know, let's, you know let's everyone go to the park and we'll make all food together and that's bonding and sharing and um, you know there's just so many great things out there, especially the summertime is an amazing time to just look in local papers, Google it online. You know, check out your local internet thing. There's so many local sites, and especially right now. Everyone wants people to come into restaurants. People want community activity. It's a great time to take advantage of you know places charging very little for things and just trying to encourage people to get out there and invest back in their
0: in their and community. It's a real way to communicate and connect because you know you exactly. can only you know we, we we can only get so close on Facebook and MySpace. Exactly face to face. You know, and it's, one of the things you had said too is like cuddling at home on the couch can be cheap and comfy and. Co- But you need to step out, and you can step out without spending much money no matter what your age. There's an unlimited source of free or inexpensive entertainment. And if you live near a college town or – uh, very often, just even a high school as a part of a graduation requirement, you can get some terrific performances at a you know for a student yeah. account. so that 's a very cool thing, so yeah, I think these are all really great ideas that you can have a totally free date. And really romantic one as well, and then I just want to share one last one, and that is, hey, you can always call into your favorite radio station, so (laughs) if anybody ever wants to call in and say hello to us, it's toll-free, and you can call 866-613-1612, so, you know, that's a a really good thing that you can do, too. So, anyway, Heather, uh, why don't you give out the website, Most definitely. Uh, If you want to check out the clutches,
2: go to myspace.com forward slash Carmen Clutches. Both of the K. Be the dot org. Come check out our book all up today. that's gonna be on so many. Fantastic authors. It's going to be an amazing book. Check out the charity. We'll have so much more information up
0: there about how you can have a fantastic
2: date and keep tuning into this fantastic radio
0: station. And just on behalf of Heather and I, we want to wish you romantic days and dreamy evenings because it's okay to be a budget babe. You can date on a dime, right, Heather? Exactly. Well, stay with us. When we return, we have one of our best buddies, Action Jack McClendon, coming up with information on the gift of time as well as his book, The Time Genie. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Whitney, And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. Stay tuned. Back in a minute.
1: The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. living your dreams want to create a life you love but don't know how to begin Lifestyle coach and personal growth expert Cynthia Bryan has jump-started the lives and careers of clients for over two decades with her signature star-style consultations with personalized sessions by phone or in person. You'll turn your passions into profits. Visit www.cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-STAR. That's cynthiabryan.com or call 925-377-7827. Cynthia Bryan is your guide on the side. www cynthiabryan.com You can be the star you are. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel Where the world comes to talk. You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax-deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now back to Star Style. Be the star you are with the Oprah of the airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are.
0: Well, thanks for staying with us. You're going to just have so much fun in this segment. Our next guest is a former award-winning syndicated radio talk show host. He's a columnist, or he was a columnist. He's the author of the Time Genie, Magical Essentials for Creating More Personal Time. And he's also been a labor management representative with over 30 years of experience in resolving labor management disputes. But most of all, Jack McClendon and I were introduced by the amazing founding board member of Be The Star You Are Charity, Dean Holly many years ago and together with his gorgeous wife, Bergie, he, Heather, and I have become lifelong friends. We call him Action Jack because he is always in action. He is always happy. He is always smiling. He gets things done on time and I guess right now he's on top of a ball. Welcome back, my time traveling friend, Action Jack.
3: That is the greatest introduction I've ever heard.
0: So tell me, the action, you are exercising on a ball right now?
3: I've got this exercise beach ball that you can sit on that's puncture-proof, and and when I'm talking on the phone, that helps me to use my energy in a a proper way, so that I'm having a ball literally all the time. (laughs) And you talked about being happy. Somebody asked me once if I'm always really happy, and I heard myself say something that amazed me. I said to face it till you make it. Not fake it till you make it, but face it till you make it. Face and you may not always be happy me. in the moment, but if you can face that happiness, you can be happy in this present moment, even though things aren't going the way you want it to.
0: Well, because you know, a our, our smile. When we put a smile on our face, it it gives our face value, and it takes more wrinkles. I mean, it takes more uh, muscles to to um, frown than it does to smile, and it gives us wrinkles. So we might as well be happy. And you've got to be the happiest guy I know. I have, in all these years I've known you, Action. I have never seen you upset. It's like uh, it's like the what I said at the beginning of the hour here. There was that quote by Winston Churchill, the pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity, and the optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. That describes you to a T, because you always find the opportunity. When things get going tough, you just get going.
3: Well, you gorgeous goddess of good gladness, that's a very sweet thing to say. And I want to talk about your, what you said earlier about being a budget babe. Oh, yes. My lovely bride, Bergie, and um, she has been my girlfriend since I was a teenager.
0: I know. You guys have a love affair.
3: She is my soulmate. And we always have been budget conscious, but about a year ago, almost to the day, on our anniversary, we went up to Napa, and we ate at the world's... Greatest restaurant, or at least it's in the top two, the French Laundry.
0: Oh, you did? I've never even eaten there, and I'm from there.
3: Yeah, it is incredible. And you have to get a lotto to get in there because you just can't get in there. It takes months just to get in. So we got in, and we had a really high anticipation about this place. Tom Cruise was just there when uh, we were at the restaurant. And so we were really anticipating this. Our bill was over $1,000 for lunch.
0: $1,000 for two people?
3: And it wasn't, that really wasn't a good budget. I mean, we we didn't really have our coupons that day.
0: No. (laughs) But I must tell you. But I bet uh, it was the best, I bet it was one of the most, you know, valuable and memorable experiences.
3: It was extremely memorable, and it taught me the value of being a budget uh, person, and, uh, and why a budget babe is so good, because Brugie told me, let's don't do this again. <laughs> we had oh, such a great it... time. Last week, we were in Pacific Palisades by the Wayfair Chapel, and there's a, right by Donald Trump's resort, and, and this is beautiful. It looks like Northern California. It looks like Monterey, the Palisades Peninsula there. It's
0: just it, and that's in Los Angeles?
3: Yes, Los Angeles County. Okay. So the Palisades Peninsula is absolutely Beautiful. And so we were there, and there's a Starbucks right on this beautiful bluff, and it was such a warm, perfect Southern California day. And this cost us close to zero to be. And I would say we enjoyed that more than we did the French laundry because the whole thing, the whole dynamic was so different. We felt like we were getting a gift from above because we weren't having to pay exorbitant prices. And I'm not knocking the French laundry. That was, um, I'm glad no, you No, no, and
0: I understand what you're saying. Is, and this is why, why in Heather, in the new book, um, it, you know, Be the Story You Are for Teens, we did this chapter on dating. And uh, Heather and I came up with all these ways that you can just have a fabulous time, and it costs you nothing. And sometimes it is just so, so much better. I mean, one of my favorite things to do is to have a glass of lemonade and watch the sunset. I just think that's like a great way to spend your time.
3: What happens, you're going to bond with somebody who's going to give you literal riches when you do this. Real riches come when you have that type of attitude. Riches, and I'm talking about actual money-in-the-bank riches, will pursue you when that's your attitude.
0: Yeah, I, you know, I think that is so true. And, I mean, this has been your experience basically your entire life. Things have, I mean, you put it out there, you work hard. You have had just some amazing things happen to you. So why don't you talk to us? Tell us a little bit about that.
3: Well, you know, I I coined a term called reality-based optimism. And I really think that so many people knock optimism by calling themselves realists. And by so doing that, they don't realize how condescending and narcissistic that viewpoint is and how self-defeating it is. Reality is something that we don't have to talk uh, about. There's a thing called objective reality and subjective reality. I'm talking about objective reality, things that you can actually measure in your happiness bank account that a person has control on. and. Focus on what you have control on, not what you don't have control on, and, and make each day the best you can. That's what I call reality based optimism. There's so, always great reasons so to with be happy. You
0: there, I really believe in that because so many people say that about being a realist, but really they're a pessimist. Exactly. Don't you think?
3: Yeah, and, and you know, know, they're I condescending. They're, a they're condescending when they say, oh, but I'm a realist. That, that is so, uh, it, it is such a condescending, narcissistic viewpoint to do. To have that, and there's so many people that are defeating themselves with that type of attitude. But you know, one of my friends told me that many people love to be miserable, and then he added, "But whatever makes them happy." Yes, right. <laughs> so right. Some people are miserable. That's fine. Let them be that way.
0: Well, you know what? I would rather be a happy person and be uh, and be considered. Uh, An optimist and, and, you know, and being out there and to be a pessimist or a realist. I will go with that any day of the week. What about you?
3: You know, the word optimism, most people don't really know what it means, but it means to get the optimum. There you go.
0: Exactly. To get the best that you possibly can.
3: Absolutely. And the word pessimism really comes from the Latin word worst. It's somebody who makes the worst of things. That's the root word of optimism and pessimism, a, well, best, a bester and the worster. Now, who would, in their, in, in their good mind, would choose to be a worst maker? No, that, make that is
0: crazy. Well, Action, we are out of time because we have our, our next guest on the line who is going to be talking about uh, the gift of support. But it is just so great to talk to you, as always. and. And I will look forward to talking to you again really soon. And this was Action Jack McClendon, who wrote the gift of time in the book "Be the Star You Are" for teens. And make sure to pick up a copy of his book, "The Time Genie." Did you want to leave a, a last couple of words, Action?
3: My words is listen to your show because that's the best way a person can use their time.
0: Oh, you and, are such a doll! And Thank this was you a great, so much.
3: great for me to talk to you and bless you. And Heather Brittany, you guys are the greatest.
0: You are the greatest as well. And give a hug to Bergie, and we will be in touch. That's Action Jack McClendon. You can see why they call him Action Jack and why he's happy all the time and why he has more time than anybody else because he optimizes it. Well, our next guest is an upcoming and a real superstar. Her name is Katie Kale. She has been performing since she has was eight, five. In high school, she has maintained a 4.0 average while being active as student body vice president, cheer captain, she was cheerleader for several years, she was a shortstop on the foot, uh, on the softball team, obviously not on the football team, she has been voted most spirited and She began her acting career at age 16. As one of my acting students, I've been coaching her. She landed a lead role in a feature film um, on her very, very first audition. She's about to graduate high school, and the story she wrote is The Gift of Support, which really honors her incredible parents for being her staunchest supporters. Welcome, Katie Carroll, to Star Style, Be the Star You Are.
4: Hi Cynthia. Thank you for that introduction. I am so excited to have you on
0: the phone and the radio with me. So you know, one of the what you wrote in your story is whatever you choose to do, we will support you is what your parents said and you felt that you were so fortunate to have parents that really connected with you and really cared about you, would you talk a little bit about your extraordinary life? I mean, for a teenager, you have just had, you have really had a good time, and you have parents that have cared about you.
4: You know what, I really have. And, I mean, ever since I could remember, my parents have always supported me and have always, um, I guess, guided me into the things that I expressed I wanted to do and they kind of, like, guided me and supported me through that path of actually succeeding at, you know, whatever obstacle it was. And, um, gosh, it's just, it's made my life so amazing to have such a great support structure, being able to achieve all my goals, and really just uh, giving me a means of perseverance in my heart.
0: Well, I think, too, Katie, not only giving you that means, but... When you know that you've got people behind you, it it gives you the strength to actually reach for the stars and know that you can land on them. It, it makes you strive further, doesn't it? I mean, you don't feel like you have to say, oh, gosh, they're not going to let me do this. Instead, it's like, hey, give it a shot.
4: You're right. No, that's you're absolutely right. It just gives me that motivation, you know, that extra motivation you need to kind of just, like, start that engine. And, you know, if I do fail i have them to fall back on you know i'm not going to be by myself so that's another way they support me if i do not succeed completely how i want to and that's just it makes it so much better well
0: tell us a little bit about how you have enjoyed the journey of being an actor and maybe you want to talk a little bit about your role in um in the movie
4: Well, on my very first audition, I auditioned for the feature film Spot Check, and it is a college comedy, and um, I was extremely nervous, and I remember on the way to the audition, my mom was driving me, and I was just sweating bullets. I was nervous as ever, (laughs) And, (laughs) and she was just like, it's okay, Katie, be calm, you're okay, and I get to the audition, I did my audition, I felt good, I was still very nervous, had my guard up, and then I come outside to the lobby, and my mom goes, Katie, I'm auditioning for a part in the movie. And it was just the most bizarre thing ever, she ended up auditioning for a couple different... um, small roles, and that kind of took the pressure off me a little bit, I guess you could say. Right, right. And it, it just, it lined up the situation, and the directors and everything were, you know, they were joking around because she had never done that before. Right, right. And um, she but actually did a get a, a sponsor role. It was good
0: that she said that. But it was a good thing that she did that, because then you didn't feel like you were the only one.
4: Exactly. Exactly, that yeah, that was it, and um gosh, so I mean, after, again, Have
0: you enjoyed the process of acting? I mean, is, do you feel like it's in your blood now?
4: It absolutely is in my blood acting it's I really do believe that that is my passion in life, and with the support that I have, I don't see how there's any way that I can't reach my passion and that I can't hold on to it for the rest of my life.
0: And you know, do you feel Katie that it's a uh, support is something that everybody has to find. I mean, and you don't I always tell people that you don't need 10 supporters. You really just need one person that believes in you. Or in your case, you have your mom and your dad, but specifically your mom. She's just always there for you.
4: She is. She really is. And I I do believe that everyone does need that one personal motivator. However, I don't think that everyone is lucky enough to find them.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's a, that's
4: a sh- it, it, it is a shame, but, I mean, there's always one person out there for everybody, but it's just the means of finding that one person.
0: And, yeah, I, you could be a friend or anyone, but you it's somebody that you have to be able to trust. Is that right? Yes. And you really have to make them, if you want them to be part of the dream team, you really have to be able to trust them
4: are so I mean, you're trusting them with your dreams, basically.
0: That's it. That's exactly, yeah. that's exactly it. Well, how are you feeling about uh, going away to college? Because you're graduating high school this year.
4: I am. I am. I have, I think, all of nine days left of school, and I couldn't be more thrilled. I'm going down to San Diego in the fall to start my four years of college, and I'm just so ready to... Get out there and kind of be on my own and experience
0: life for myself and to break um, out. But you are gonna come back for the Books and Bands Bash September thirteenth.
4: September thirteenth, I will be there.
0: Katie will be signing books on September thirteenth. She is our one of our star celebrities here. So (laughs) Katie, well, thank you so much for taking some time to be here on the radio. Would you like to leave us with a final thought?
4: Let me see. I just want everyone out there to know that every dream that you have is possible to reach. There's no thing in the world that is out of your reach, and you just have to keep the perseverance and the motivation to go out there and get it.
0: What a great thing to say. I love that. And, and one of the quotes that you wrote in the book, Be the Story of Our Routines, was support from an outside stimulus gives you the means of perseverance in the heart. So hang in there and live your dreams because it's all possible everything's possible, Katie, you are amazing, and uh, you are just a star, and I want all our listeners to be watching for the name Katie Gale at a theater near you, because you're going to be seeing a lot of this young lady, she is phenomenal, and what an actor, and most of all, Katie, you are just a special person, you have such a special heart, so congratulations on all your achievements, and on now being a published writer.
4: Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you for bringing me along on this journey. I couldn't have asked for anything better.
0: Well, thank you. You are special to me. Well, when we come back from break, you are going to meet Yasmin Saraz, who is a teen advocator, an author of many books, and she endorsed the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. She's going to be talking about tools to fight against violence, dealing with youth violence. So stay with us. I'm Cynthia Bryan. You're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. We'll be back in a bit.
1: Everyone counts. That web address again is ww.bethestarur.org. Be the star you are. Dot org. are you living your dreams? is your guide on the side bryan.com you can be the star you are the world talk radio variety channel where the world comes to listen and talk You're listening to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. Be the Star You Are is a 501c3 nonprofit corporation to improve literacy and positive media. All contributions and donations are tax-deductible. To comment on today's show, please call in toll-free at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Or send an email to info at bethestarur.org. Now, back to Star Style, Be the Star You Are, with the Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan. Be the star you are.
0: Well, thank you so much for staying with us. I am Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth coach, with you here every week on the Airwaves, bringing you the phenomenal authors and experts who expand your life and help you live more fully. A couple of years ago, I had the great privilege of interviewing an amazing young author who works to empower teens, The book was The Blueprint for My Girls in Love, which is part of her The Blueprint for My Girls series. Her name is Yasmin Shiraz, and she has a new book out, Retaliation, which is a novel about a community's response to violence. Yasmin works tirelessly to stop youth violence. Today she's with us to discuss tips for dealing with youth violence, girl fights, and, of course, her book, Retaliation. Welcome back, Yasmin, to Be the Star You Are. Thank you so much for having me, Cynthia. I really appreciate it. Well, it's always a treat to have you on the air because you are such a positive person. And I want to, first of all, thank you on behalf of all the teens who helped write this book and all the teens that's going to help for endorsing our new book, Be the Star You Are for Teens. What, it, what Yasmin said was uh, Cynthia Bryan cares about youth and her book be the star you are for teens is one of the ways that she is committed to making a difference. I really appreciate that. But let's talk about your um, your new book, your novel, *Retaliation*, because this is it's, this youth violence is such uh, so much on the rise, and you work all the time with teens. Tell us about your book and give us some tips on
5: how we can avoid it. Well, um how it came about, um, as you know i was doing a lot, I do a lot of workshops a lot of self esteem and empowerment workshops and I'm traveling across the country, just really trying to you know encourage young people to be the start you are just as um, you know your slogan and so forth and your brand is about, but really just trying to get um, young women and young men as well to feel good about who they are and I was in a workshop um, doing a, a blueprint workshop, and I was in d c and there were a bunch of young ladies there and no one would talk everyone was seemed like they were angry they were pouting their arms were folded just really some you know really angry young ladies and yeah your body language was just speaking very very loudly wasn't it? It, it it absolutely was and so i said okay well this doesn't work unless we talk to each other and i said so you know what do you like questions. What do you like? What do you love? What do you hate? And a young lady raised her hand, a 15-year-old, and said, I hate the girls who jump me. And I said, jumped you? And all of a sudden, we began this dialogue about, you know, um, you getting jumped, the fact that she didn't really tell anyone. She felt powerless. She still had it in the front of her mind. And the reality that I came to is that I can't teach you about empowerment. I can't teach you about self-esteem. I can't teach you about self-confidence if you are worried about something happening to you violently. And every young lady in that room who, who had been angry just five minutes before everybody had a story to share about violence, Mm. whether it was, you know, them being jumped, a family member being jumped, someone pulling out a knife, someone pulling out a gun. And it just really spoke to how violence has taken over in a lot of communities throughout our country, and we are not talking to young people enough about it. And so they'll come to school or they go to events, but violence is in the forefront of their mind. And so one of the things that I'm doing Is talking to parents about, you know, how do we deal with violence. And one of the first things that I'm saying is, listen, have a conversation with your child about it. And what I mean is that even if your child was not the one who was fighting, sit down, ask them, how did you feel about it? What happened? Do you think it was fair? Could it have been avoided? Give them some time and talk to them about it because it will help them to resolve the conflict and the anxiety about it. Because here's the deal. You see two people fighting or somebody getting jumped, even if it's not you and you're a 13 or 14-year-old, you still carry around the anxiety. Oh, absolutely. And it's a very scary thing. It's a very scary thing.
0: Should it happened to a friend or an acquaintance, why not you?
5: Absolutely, and just because, you know, one of the things that I say with parents, well, hey, they'll say, well, it wasn't my kid, so I don't have to, and what I'm trying to say is that if they have seen it happen to somebody else, if they know it's happened to somebody else, they begin to carry that anxiety, and that anxiety is something that affects their self-esteem, it affects their ability to learn, it affects their self-confidence, so we have to, as long as violence is happening in our communities, we have to be able to talk about it. Another thing um, that I, you know, have been sharing with, with the parents is that, okay, say, for example, I know sometimes my daughter, uh, she doesn't always tell me everything, so I'll call the best friend, her best friend's parent. Hey, have you heard about so-and-so-and-so? And what happens is that parents have to team up and get another parent on the phone, so you're like tag teaming. So say if your child doesn't tell you everything, maybe another parent might have some intel, and So that so you know what's what you're going on, is we have to connect and communicate together to Absolutely. support
0: our teens, and and also what you were, when someone says that oh it happened to somebody else. The bottom line is all teens are all of our teens because there are tomorrow, and we as adults we have a responsibility to care for them all, not just the ones that we bore.
5: Right, and that's the, and, and that, you know, that sense of community. Uh, one of the things about retaliation, which was, which was so great, was that I tried to show in the book how the principal feels, not just as a principal, but as a person, okay, a person of this community. How does the mother feel when her, when her child gets jumped? How does the mother feel whose child jumps somebody? I tried to show that as a community, everybody has a vested interest, should have a vested interest in Keeping violence down in our communities.
0: Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate everything that you are doing on behalf of that. And I want to encourage people to go to your website because you have so much information there. You have radio shows there, you have your books there, you have your uh, seminars. You can learn all about what Yasmin is doing. And she's such an advocate for teens, she really cares. And you can invite her as a speaker. Um that's y well, you want to give it out at
5: jasminshiraz.com. Is that the website? Yeah, jasminshiraz dot com. Absolutely. For them. Yeah, uh Y A S M I N S H I R A Z dot and come to the site. Um the books, my books are on sale all across the country, but I'm launching some webisodes where when I go and I do some workshops, I'm gonna be recording three to five minute webisodes where you'll get to see like an episode in the and our first episode is Should Girls Fight Each Other Over Boys. That's gonna be one of our first episodes. So I'm gonna really put my young people on blast and have I them love speak it. and have that um under my website. Web TV link on my website so people will be able to come. So please come to com and, and check it out.
0: Thank you so much, Yasmin. That's Y-A-S-M-I-N-S-H-I-R-A-Z.com. Yasmin, you are terrific. I am so glad we connected. Thank you for being part of Be The Star You Are for Teens. and. Keep empowering those teens. You're awesome. Okay, thank you. And you do the same. I will. We'll, we'll, be, we'll work together on something. Well, That's and right. finally, thank you, Yasmin. Have I it. want to get to our contributor, Sally Franz, who is an author, an artist, a motivational speaker. She's a stand-up comedian, and she's an inventor. She has worked for Save the Children and UNICEF and she's a very staunch supporter of the rights for women and children worldwide. Her contribution to Be the Star You Are for Teens is the gift of curiosity, which is based on her upcoming book, Scrambled Legs. Welcome, Sally, to Be the Star You Are. Thank you so much. I am excited to have you here because I know what you want to talk about today, which is your ear cooler, and I thought this is just a... Fantastic idea! Tell us about it.
6: Well, ear cooler—it's all one word: e a r c o o l e r dot com. That's where you go find out the most about it. It's an invention I came up with, uh, not because I'm in medicine—I am not. I was never left brain or could do math or memorize things. But I um, was a migraine sufferer, and I had a hard migraine one day, and I had an ice bag on my head, and somebody started up a lawnmower, and I was too sick to actually get out of the bed and say "go away." So I put my teeny little pinky fingers, wet and cold, in my ears, and my migraine went away. And I thought, well, that's odd. So then I told everyone I knew had migraines to try it, and it turns out that most of the people who have migraines are women in their 50s and teens because it has to do a lot with hormones, at least a lot of them do. And um, lo and behold, it turns out that if you can cool off the inner ear, it takes the heat from your head. So literally when you have a headache, you are a hothead. Takes the heat off and it also calms down to the main nerves, particularly trigeminal nerve, which is where you feel your headache all over your scalp. So um, I stumbled upon an incredible innovation, invention. And then, of course, I had to put it into product. I had to take it from my cold, wet ears that couldn't go in everyone's ears <laughs> and get it out there, out the door. Uh, what was it, I mean, have you invented other things too? You know, it's one of those things where uh, my sister and I have a long list of inventions that we've actually um, just made out of, you know, like sticks and duct tape and then went to patent lawyers and they said, well, you really can't get a patent on that, you know, because it's pretty close to something else. turns out you can't get a patent on something if you want to own it if it's in the same general category. So if it's a letter opener, they already have those. You know, if you have one that's got a duck on the end of it, it's still a letter opener. You can't patent that. You can make it. You just can't hold the patent on
0: Well, but tell me, what was the journey then, Sally, in doing this? Did it take a long time to finally, you know, figure out how you could actually create something that you you can sell?
6: Yeah, well, the answer is um, two things. I had two things going for me, luck and my skill of listening that I've learned as a teacher, And uh, the first luck was that one of my very best friends was a nurse, and she worked for a medical engineering company, and she knew all the medical engineers, all the suppliers, and none of them could take any money at all because if they did, they would be liable for their company to come and own it. So they'd say, well, I'll sit down and talk to you for free or, you know, over dinner at your house. And uh, so that's really where I got hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of free information. And I, I would challenge anyone who's interested in inventions and, and going down this path, most of the people that are really bright and smart in the field love to give away free information because they like to know they're contributing, especially to the underdog.
0: That's a super, that's a really super idea because I would imagine that most people shy away some going forward with ideas because they feel that it's going to be cost prohibitive. I mean, I can't if I were to count how many times my husband said, "Oh, you know, I've thought of that, but" and it's like, "Hey, you either do or do not. There is no try." Right. how many of us sit there at, at, at TV and the next thing comes on and goes, "I bet mine. I thought of that. I know you feel that way, don't you?" <laughs> so, okay, so these <laughs> ear coolers, first of all, people can go to the website earcoolers.com. Exactly. Right. And um, and can we say how much they cost? Because they're are they yeah, reusable they're reusable and all of that? Yeah, what do they're $39.99. Like?
6: Uh, they look, somebody said, oh, they look like white, bright bright pegs. They said, no, they're very soft. <laughs> but they're uh, bright colors because we want you to be able to tell them apart. There's three sets, one three tiers, so there's six all together. You can spray them in the freezer and you put them in your ears uh, two at a time And then when those get warm, you put those back on some ice and you take out some others. Uh, They're completely reusable till the end of the millennium, the next one, uh, and the one after that because they're made out of 100% medical implantable silicone, which is the highest grade silicone possible. They're made in the U.S., so we don't have to worry about anything from China. That might be a little tainted.
0: That is very cool. I love it. Okay, so we're just going to give that website out. Go to earcoolers.com. Now, I want to just ask something else. How is your book coming? I'm glad you asked. Um, we're, we're, we're going to publishing next month,
6: and that Scrambled Legs book is all about uh, why ear cooler took so long. I could have launched ear cooler from the idea to the product online and sold it online in less than a year, and anyone can do that. Unfortunately, I got paralyzed from the waist down somewhere along the line, like within the, a month after I invented this, and it took me uh, another year to learn to walk. And
0: Well, and this is part of what you talk about in the gift of curiosity in the, in the book, Be the Star You Are for Teens.
6: Yes, because here I am, 54 at the height of my game. I'm a world speaker. I've produced 100, you know, you know the game. You yes, you've, been, you've been
0: out That's there, so and all of a sudden you're, you all are all sudden. stopped in your tracks because of uh, an illness.
6: Yeah, and, you, and, and so instead of getting angry, I was very blessed. I had probably had a lot of people praying for me. Uh, I was very blessed that the first thing that came to me was, well, now what's up with this? And I guess some of Tony Robbins runs off, if those of you who don't know Tony Robbins, go find out. Tony Robbins, a big motivational speaker, says, okay, the only valuable question in life is, given what you have left, what can you do?
0: And you got curious.
6: I got curious, and I said, well, I still have that invention. I can do that from my bed with the telephone. I can call up friends who know how to do this, and I can tell everybody they can have a piece of the company if they do a piece of the work, kind of like the little red hen taking Right, the- and you did the- it. And I did it. And I also found out an awful lot of good information, not the least of which is, if you're going to try to start up a company that's got a product, do it all online because you get your money up front. Most small businesses fail because people string out your product and never pay you for it, for, like, 120
0: days, and you're paying interest on that money, and you go out. So what a good thing. Well, let's send them to your website, Sally, because we're running out of time here. Let's send them to uh, sallyfriends.com, because there they can find out about everything that you're doing, right?
6: Everything that I'm doing, and also, again, if you have a headache or, you know, friends who have a headache,
0: even if you're just stressed, ear cooler e a r c o o l e r dot com and and also sally franz s a l l y f r a n z dot com i 'm really excited about these ear coolers and I know a lot of people who have the migraines, so i think that is just awesome congratulations in in inventing this and you know and again being curious, it really helped you figure out a whole new a way of income as well as helping people. So you're helping people make their lives better. And I wish when I I
6: was a teenager what they taught me in school was get curious. What happens today has absolutely no influence on whether you'll be successful tomorrow. And if I'd known that, I could have uh, saved myself a lot of heartache, but I would cry and cry and cry because this boy dumped me or that person gave me a B instead of an A, and I thought it mattered. And that was the past already.
0: And it didn't matter. Well, Sally Kranz was our guest. You'll read about her, Be the Star You Are for Teens, The Gift of Curiosity, her new book coming out, Scrambled Legs, and of course, Ear Coolers for the People with Migraines, earcooler.com. Sally, thank you for being with us a on Staff. Be the Star You Are. Oh, thank you. So our much. aim is to encourage, inspire, inform, and motivate, cherish the past, dream of the future, and celebrate each moment of your life. And read a book this week. It's a garden in your pocket. And until next week when we celebrate, I am Cynthia Bryan for Star Style, thanking you and encouraging you. Be the star you are. We'll talk next week.
1: Thanks again for listening to Star Style Be the Star You Are. For more information about Be the Star You Are Nonprofit Corporation, please visit BeTheStarUR.org. That's BeTheStarUR.org. Join Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany again next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, here on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember, to be a leader, you must be a reader. Enjoy a stellar week. You're a seeker, a
3: dreamer with courage to give every special heart